This is ATL Day Ones, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. And it starts now. Welcome into ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitra. We want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us today. Oh, man, we got a lot of good stuff on board for you. And also, well, first of all, before we let you know what's, what we got on board for today, I got to let, let you know that I want to say thank you for making ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitra your first listen of the day. And make sure you remember, 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 we are free and available wherever you download your podcast. You guys have been picking your game stepping your game up with that on that <laughs> side as well and we really appreciate you for that and while you're there make sure you go ahead and give us a five-star review so everybody and their mamas auntie cousins pookie man man everybody 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 can find out about us and understand how great we are you know that's what we are. That's what we do. Even if you yeah. don't know a Pookie and a Man Man, I don't yes. know what to do, but okay. <laughs> Come on, T, don't start with me today. <laughs> yeah, so if you don't know Pookie or Man Man, I'm sorry about that. You know, I don't want to isolate anybody. But, um, but yeah, if you don't know, have a Pookie or Man Man, you know, a family member or somebody that you are very close to. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but we got, we got, we're going to talk some Braves, you know, Braves Phillies tonight. We got to talk about that, and um, there's a little injury that just injury bug has uh, bit the Braves again. We'll tell you who that is and what that's going to mean for the Braves going forward. And also, Danilo Gallinari's contract is about to be fully guaranteed. Now, I don't know about y'all, but that can't happen. We'll, fit, we'll tell you what Travis Slank can and will do uh, as they come up on that deadline. And last but not least, we are 60 days away from week zero, college football. All I got to say is Swack Miak Challenge and Kendrick Perfect and Draymond Green are beefing. Ooh, sheesh. Here we go. We'll talk about all that. Before we get there, like I said, Braves Phillies tonight. Charlie Moore is going to be on the mound. And T, um, the Braves have kind of cooled down a little bit. Last 10 games, they're 5-5. Five and five. Uh, As a team, they're only batting 238. Mm-hmm. With a batting average, and you know they're even run differential, so it's pretty average in these yeah. last ten games, and mm-hmm. and they're coming up on a, and going against a, a NL East opponent like the Philadelphia Phillies. This is a series that they have to absolutely win. Yeah, because they are trailing. They're right there in the thick of things are the Phillies. Yes, the Mets are still atop the NL East. Braves are still five games behind them for the division but they're the Phillies, right? They're eight games out of first place as well. So, yeah, this is a pivotal matchup for both of those teams, two quality pitchers on the mound, Charlie Morton and Zach Wheeler. So I'm interested to see if this is going to be another one of those pitchers duels like we saw in the series finale versus the Dodgers. And I really am excited. This is one of those times where, remember, Jarvis, when we started this conversation maybe two months ago, maybe three months ago at the start of the season, we were all very concerned about what Charlie Morton was looking like. But Charlie yes. is looking. It, it's We're to the point where when Morton is on the mound, we feel like there's every opportunity for the Braves to win. So I'm excited about this. I think the Braves understand, like you said, they've had a little bit of a swoon of late. I think they understand the importance of getting that momentum back as they head into the All-Star break. No doubt about it. And before, you know, there is 
and I think now that the Braves are, you know, they have they've dealt with the Ozzy Albies injury, right? You know, mm -hmm. Dave Orlando Arcia is a guy that has stepped in and been solid. You know, I can say I can say I think it's okay to say that, right? You know, he's been so, a solid fill-in for Ozzy. Mm -hmm. He's not Ozzy, but he's right. been a solid fill-in so far. Now seems like the Braves will have another position to fill. But before we get that, we'll talk about that and what that means. But before we get there, T. Tell everybody about Blue Nile. Yeah, Blue Nile, interesting new website. It's the original online jeweler, BlueNile.com. They have a focus group of high income adults. That's 100 grand, six figures, primarily males, plus, but you know, that, that's for everybody. And it's for those individuals specifically, though, who are looking to get engaged or gift fine jewelry. Visit that website and convert to a Blue Nile customer now. You can celebrate really all of life's special moments and not just an engagement, but anything because they create custom rings, the ring of her dreams or maybe his dream. It just kind of depends on whether or not you're bold enough as a female to pop that question. But you know, we will leave that for you to decide you and your significant <laughs> other. But, you know, there are two parts to this business. Like we said, wedding jewelry, but also fine jewelry because you may want to honor someone in your family, like your mother. You may want to honor her, if you will, or a grandmother or whomever. So it really gives you the opportunity to just take a piece of jewelry and make it a piece of your family history. Now, here's the thing. It's a simple online tool, right? Because you can choose the diamond shape. You can choose the diamond size and you can choose the diamond color. So it's really all in your hands. And we make it so simple for you guys to be able to take advantage of a discount. You can make the moment sparkle. Again, I'll give you the website. It's bluenile.com. And Locked On Sports listeners, you guys can get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. It's a podcast exclusive discount, includes engagement. Again, you're using the code LOCKED on and every order is insured which hey we got to keep it real if it's coming to your door you want it to be something discreet that nobody knows about and again you're going to go to bluenile.com to place your order today make sure you go and do that and and i think that the the braves may have to place an order on who's going to be closing games now who's going to be able to fulfill that order whether that be on the roster do they go outside mm -hmm. Me and we're talking about Kenley Jansen because he's been added to the 15 day DL. Yeah. Um, but with a regular because of a regular heartbeat, and I know you've had some some personal experience with that T, and uh, and they've backdated it to June 27th. Mm -hmm. But I think the, the the good thing though is that he'll still be able to throw bullpens, um, and and, and keep his arm kind of keep his arm up to speed as he kind of deals with um, this regular heartbeat condition, yeah. And Travis, you and I also have some intimate knowledge of this in some way, shape, or form, because right. while we don't compare or contrast what Kenley Jansen does for the Braves versus what Kayla McGarry does for the Falcons, the bottom line is when you're dealing with a heart condition, and I have a similar one, it's just a challenge because yes. you never know when it's going to flare up and when it'll rear its ugly head to keep you sidelined. So this is similar to what the Falcons actually did when Caleb McGarry first joined the team, where they had to sideline him a couple of weeks, uh, a couple of games after the procedure for precautionary measures. Because listen, you can play sometimes with these conditions. I unfortunately was not. That's why I talk about sports. That's why I didn't get an opportunity right. to play. But I have a similar uh, issue. It, of course, is genetic in nature and a regular heartbeat or um, a rhythm that's not quite the same as everybody else's. So it's almost like your heart. When they say skips a beat, unfortunately, this is the bad side of skipping a beat. So it's really a precaution on the part of the Braves 
Uh, Jansen has dealt with this his entire career and he's always been able to come back and produce, if you will. And they, of course, called up Jesus Cruz. So hopefully he'll be somebody that can step in for the A-team, uh, especially hopefully be able to give them some relief because we know of recent, the middle relief in particular has been a bit of a challenge for them. But again, yeah. I like the fact that it's just the 15-day IL versus something like the 60-day doesn't put the Braves in nearly as bad a shape as they could be. And to your point, it's actually retroactive back to tomorrow. So, hey, we're that much more, that much closer to getting him back. And hopefully he'll be able to come back full, 100% ready to rock and roll and look like the Kenley we saw just before the last outing against the Dodgers. No doubt about it. And like you said, there are some, some there is help coming. Yes. Uh, with Tyler Massick, you know, we yeah. talked about him being a single leg ball and, mm -hmm. down there Today, in Augusta. Yeah. And, yeah, getting that going. And hopefully he can kind of get on the mend and not necessarily mm -hmm. rush, but, you know, right. hey, we might need you pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> and it's out. like you said, it's just knowing that he's coming. So it's yeah. help on the way. The Braves, the good thing about where the Braves are is that you, you made a great point. We don't need to rush anybody. Braves right. don't need to rush because they're still in good standing. You're still just five games out. And listen, let's be real. The Mets have their own issues, right? Because they've got Jacob oh, yeah. DeGrom already on the IL, and now they have Tyler McGill heading to the IL. So they already have some challenges with their pitching rotation, and not that you ever want to see anyone injured. But if there's going to be a situation where your pitching staff is in jeopardy, well, you kind of sort of like the guy ahead of you in line to have some challenges there as well. So just saying. No doubt about it. And they're – Another team that will be facing some challenges this year, the Atlanta Falcons. Um, the offensive line had a lot of challenges. They were one of the worst teams in pass protection and running the football last year. I think that's an understatement. I'm being nice right You're now. Being nice. <laughs> they were terrible at times. <laughs> I ain't gonna call them names, so I'll just keep it like that, right? So, uh, but I think that you know when you think about coming going into training camp uh, with essentially the same, you know, offensive line, barring any moves, a last-minute emergency, yeah. breaking-case emergency type moves, <laughs> uh, which we know Terry Fontenot will make. I, yeah. I have a good feeling that he will make that, but as of right now, this is what we're going to go with, right? So mm -hmm. you got Jake Matthews, you got Jalen Mayfield, Matt mm -hmm. Hennessy, Drew Dahlman slash Drew Dahlman. Those guys look like they've been battling out for that yeah. position. Yeah. And then, of course, the stalwart, Chris Lindstrom, no problems. Keep moving. And Kayla McGarry, as you mentioned earlier. So mm -hmm. I, I think that but – but the thing that me that got me thinking about this offensive line, right, we know how Arthur Smith wants to function as an offense. We know that he wants to be able to establish the run game. We know that he wants to be able to play off of that and pass the football off of mm -hmm. the run game, yeah. meaning that you have to be successful in running the football in order for him to get to that next level of his offense and where he wants to be. Yes. But my thing is that the thing that comes, the question that comes to my mind, T, is that let's just say Jalen Mayfield and Matt Hennessy slash Drew Dahlman. We're going to make that one person, right? right. Whoever's, whoever's in that spot. Um, just let's say those guys get better. Mm -hmm. Would that be, is that enough in, the for, in order for Arthur Smith to be able to run the offense like he wants to? I do believe so. I believe if everybody even took a five-degree step in the right direction that would be right. gangbusters because if he's truly who we 
believe him to be, which is a guy who can run the offense through his running back, but also through his tight ends. He yes. has a nice stable of tight ends to work yes. with, right? Loaded. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, and in addition to adding to the, the wide receiver room. So I believe that because his talent is, we're going to say theoretically better because we know other than Kyle Pitts, we've not seen, say, Drake London or others in action. But theoretically, if they are as good as we think they are going to be, or even a Brian Edwards that we still don't talk a lot about, but you look at some of those additions to the wide receiver room and to the tight end core and the running back room, as we've been talking about before, very intrigued by Tyler Algier and what he's going to be able to do, then that to me says O-line. You now have some additional talent. That can on on the outside, right? You've got the, mm-hmm. the passing game, and then you've got some inside, and also some good pass catchers. All you have to do is move the needle about five degrees, and that should go a long way. Not to say Jarvis that we don't want better, but you do have at least good anchors in the likes of a Chris Lindstrom. You you do have that guy, and and, and we'll go with solid with Jake Matthews. So if the rest of, yeah. if the rest of that O line, if the other three positions can at least even get in the ballpark of matching them. I'm not going to say matching them because we know what Lindstrom's grades look like for 2021 best in the league. And we know that Jake Matthews has always been solid. I do believe it can vote well for the Falcons offense. And like you said, give Arthur Smith and Dave Ragone the opportunity to really run that offense like they want to, similar to what we saw him be successful with in Tennessee. And you know what? And, and, and when you think about like the success of the offense, right? Mm-hmm. It's I think, a lot of the success of the defense is predicated on the offense, on how well they do. Because when you think about, like, it's almost kind of like a string, pulling on a string, right? Mm-hmm. If your offense is struggling, constantly going three and out, and, and not sustaining drives and not being out there on the field, guess what? That means your defense is going to be out on the field much longer. Yeah. And we saw what that looked like last mm-hmm. year. It didn't look good, especially right. when teams are able to pass the ball and, mm-hmm. and get up and down the field, like uh, up and down the field and those ch- big chunk plays and all that stuff, that stuff adds up. And then you're yeah. talking about the defense being on the play, being on the field for 60, 65 plays. That's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. That is unacceptable yeah. when you're talking about being successful on defense. So mm-hmm. I, I think that Arthur Smith understands that. And he, like I, I, I really wholeheartedly believe that he is really counting on his offensive line to be much, much better in 2022 well mm-hmm. we are we are expecting the hawks to be better in 2022 yes. but t are they working on a deadline travis slang got a deadline to me and we'll tell you exactly what that deadline is and who that involves next right here on atl day ones with jarvis and t Welcome back to ATL Day Ones. I am Tanitra Batiste. That is my guy, Jarvis Davis. And we appreciate you guys for coming back and joining us for a little Hawks talk. Because look, Jarvis, for the next 24, 36, 48 hours, people are watching with bated breath on what's going on here in Atlanta. So interestingly enough, it was a quiet day about five days ago at the NBA draft for the Hawks. But the Hawks have literally been on the tongues of everybody who is everybody. anybody talking NBA? Everybody. Exactly. You're talking NBA, you talking NBA free agency, then you are talking Hawks. And not just the Hawks, but a few names that have been in each and every conversation, including just about every trade rumor, Danilo Gallinari. Now, if you look at him from the perspective of the salary piece, if you will, he's entering the final year of his contract. It's only guaranteed to earn $5 million of that 
four five million dollar salary right now mm -hmm. if the spurs desire to acquire that contract assuming that that's the main trade partner with the hawks for of course Dejounte murray and the spurs intend to then waive his partially guaranteed salary to maximize their salary cap space okay they have until june 29th to do so tomorrow so literally the stakes are getting higher and higher in terms of what will happen but here's an interesting development, if you will, that most of us kind of raised an eyebrow on yesterday when WSB sports director Zach Klein tweeted out that basically Gallo was going to be a part of this package. Potentially, that's what his league sources were telling him, that the Hawks would get DeJounte Murray. Danilo Gallinari is who would be traded. And the Hawks would also give up a couple of uh, first round draft picks, if you will. But that deal would not include John Collins. Now, on the flip side, a word from Chris Kirshner of The Athletic was that his sources were telling him inside of the John Collins camp that John Collins was gone, right? Mm -hmm. So my question to you is this, Jarvis. We know about Gallo and what he is and is not salary-wise for the Hawks and what he is and is not on the court in terms of inconsistency. But the John Collins piece, that's what I want to ask you about. If John Collins stays, what does that mean to and for John Collins and the Hawks or if you're in that other camp and you believe he's gone, what does that mean for the Hawks and JC if he is no longer a Hawk? Come next. You know what? I, to be honest with you, I think John Collins is gone because I think there's you've reached the point of no return. Not necessarily that John is is disgruntled or he's a right. malcontent, but I just think from a, a standards and being wanted and and I think I just get the vibe from from JC that he's that type of guy, right? He wants, mm -hmm. not only do he wants you to pay him, he wants right. you to, hey, hey man, you're our guy. We want, sure. he wants to hear that. And when you hear all these rumors floating around all over the, uh, all, all, all over the NBA, mm -hmm. and everybody's saying that you're gonna be, you're not gonna be around and all that stuff, that stuff starts to get you, get to you. And I don't think that, you know, a lot of players won't ever admit that, but mm -hmm. you know, and you know who also hears that? His agent. So, yes. you know, like, hey, okay, I, I can find out these rumors are true. I can find mm -hmm. out. I can talk to some of my people. These guys have relationships. They understand what's going on around the league. And and a lot of times, these, some of these agents can facilitate some of these yeah. trades oh, and, like, yeah. and, 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 and put it in, put them in a position where they can go where they want to, you know, mm -hmm. and, and get the right deal. Because, you know, the Hawks obviously are trying to get to a space where they want to be contenders in the East. And in order for them to do that, they have to make a deal. They have to make a move. And John Collins is probably their biggest asset. And he's not on a match contract, so it's mm -hmm. it's movable. But right. I think that overall, though, you're in a space now where this is at, – you're at the point of no return. And sure. you have to use that piece. If you're able to get to Jonte Murray without trading JC, mm -hmm. you have to – figure out a way to get somebody in here that can be another piece, another yeah. superstar or another guy that's a two-way guy that can help your defense and mm -hmm. also be able to create on offense. And I think that, you know, the the Hawks are in a really good space if they're able to do that. Yeah, and, and I have thoughts on that as well in terms of what that would look like if he stays or if he goes. But first things first, Jarvis, I know you have some thoughts on some of the lines out there that we hear about betting on will JC stay or will he go? And where can our audience go to find out more information about 
all things sports betting. They need to go to betonline.net because it is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Y'all, don't y'all understand? The Braves and the Phillies are playing tonight. Go out there and make a bet. Go get some of this easy money. You know what the line is for, for the total runs? Mm-hmm. Seven and a half. You know the Braves. You know how they get down when they're going up against the Phillies. They like to put some runs on the board. Or you might want to go to under because you know who's not playing right now? Bryce Harper. So that's one of their big boppers. So mm-hmm. bet the under. Go get some of this money. You don't understand. Y'all got to go to betonline.net. And, you know, it's, you can find all your, the latest sports developments, league reviews mm-hmm. and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and the Colorado Avalanche are the champions. So, hey, you missed out on that. You missed that boat. But you can. It's right. all they got all the Major League Baseball that you want. And, you know, betonline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, mm-hmm. and news this season. Make sure y'all go check out Bet Online. Head to the website today. Or you can use your mobile device to learn about the trends and the action. Bet Online, where the game starts. And speaking of using your mobile devices to keep up with the trends, Jarvis and I are always online, literally looking at our notifications, making sure that we are Who's about to be traded? Right, exactly. <laughs> 2022. Free agents. Where's John going? <laughs> right. <laughs> so we are on it, just like you guys watching with bated breath to see what the Hawks are going to do. And now with this interesting or intriguing different take on it from Zach Klein versus maybe some of the reports we've heard from Chris Kirshner and some of the others who are some insiders for the Hawks, if you will, and then some who just have conjecture out there. There's that. Yeah, It's all about what will the Hawks do in this next potentially 36 hours now that we're reminded that Danilo Gallinari is back in the mix. We talked about this Monday. There are some names that you keep hearing and Gallo, his name was that name initially and then that kind of trailed off and now He's back in that conversation again, again. and understandably so, because this might be, as you mentioned, the easiest contract to move. So if it is, and that contract's accepted, whether that's a straightaway and a release, a sign and trade, whatever, you know, the NBA gets complicated when it comes to these types of deals. The bottom line is, if it means that John Collins will be retained, then what does that mean for the Hawks overall? So I think you make a great point in that the NBA is a little different because we know that a lot of times it's a player out there recruiting his friend or out there making sure that his friend stays on the team. I've even seen a report recently that reminded me Trey Young and Clint Capella get along quite well. And I remember saying even yesterday and even Sunday on uh, Sports Extra on uh, 11 Live, our sister station to to the uh, podcast network, that good luck getting a big, good luck getting another big. And I think in part, we forget that a lot of this is still predicated on not just money, but fit. And yes. so to your point, if he stays and it becomes a fit, how does Nate McMillan do some wizardry to, to make sure that John Collins is incorporated in the way that he wants to in this offense so that he can be effective? Because real talk, this is now the second year that JC has had to deal with these kinds of rumors. And I can only imagine that kind of weighs on you. And so if he is retained, that's one piece. And then the other piece is this. If he's retained past this first trade, DeJounte Murray, Gallo's gone, a couple picks are gone, you still got John Collins, that's also a chip, a potential bargaining chip for the Hawks should they want to go after 
another big or should they want to go after somebody who can defend on the wing? So I think once again, this just puts the Hawks in a good situation. I'm actually excited for them because I feel like this might be the first time two things. Number one, that there's a guy out there that seems like he actually makes the most sense in DeJounte Murray, who's actually available. And number two, it seems like the Hawks have put themselves in position to be able to negotiate and leverage by some of the assets that they have and some of the abilities to move contracts like a Danilo Gallinari. But when we come back, it's for the culture. And we're going to talk about some interesting moving parts and mouthpieces and how, boy, when certain people get to talking, Man, I tell you, it's like appointment listening. And we're also going to talk about something exciting that is just 60 days away. So come back on the other side. Jarvis and I will tell you all about it in For the Culture right here on ATL Day Ones. ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitra. Ooh, T, we are rolling, rocking and rolling today. We want to thank you for rocking and rolling with us throughout the entire show. And remember, remember, wherever you download your podcast, guys, go there. Search. Locked on Sports Atlanta. When you see the little five stars, just go move the, the meter over to the five stars. Give us an amazing review and talk about how great of a time you have when you rocking with us Monday through Friday, each and every day. And we appreciate you all for that because, you know, hey, we're up over 2,100 subscribers. We appreciate y'all. We're just trying to get these reviews up so everybody else can find out about what we got going on on Locked on Sports Atlanta. But T, this is for the culture. Here's the intersection between sports, culture, and entertainment, and sometimes whatever the heck we want to talk about. T, we are 60 days away from college football, week zero, as they like to coin it. Yes. And I still kind of, I don't know how that kind of sits with me, but it's like, <laughs> all right, these teams don't matter. This week zero. The real right. teams play next week. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, hey, man, give the, these, these are real college football as well. So, yeah. But um, I think one of the things that really stand out is the, the uh, MEAC SWAC Challenge. It's going down Alabama State and Howard. I have alum that are very close to me. My neighbor is an Alabama State alum and my wife. You know, we'll just call her T as well. Um, not Tanitra. No, we're just going to call her my wife. How about that? We don't want any confusion going on right, right. on the show. You already know. <laughs> yeah, because we know people make assumptions around these days, T, and uh, we got to be uh, cognizant of that. But yeah. uh, Alabama State and Howard, uh, my wife is a Howard alum, so it's going down August 27th. Yes. Whew. I don't know, T. Are you going to be in the building? That's my question. Yeah, yeah, I was in the building even today for the first, the inaugural press conference for the Swipe Me Act Challenge. So exciting to moderate that because, boy, I tell you, it's 60 days away and it was straight gamesmanship up in there today. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, Love this it. is Howard's first time at the party. So they are looking to represent the MEAC and still continue the winning streak. Uh, MEAC has won 11 out of the 15 meetings. And, of course, mm-hmm. Alabama State looking to swing that thing back to the SWAC side with a W. So it was really fun to be there. And I tell you, it to me, it's like the family reunion that's just surrounded by football, but nice for black college football. You see you rocking your Albany State shirt. It's nice. Oh, always. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Truly to. always yeah. nice. We always <laughs> our HBCUs. But that's going to be an exciting game. The one in 2021 between North Carolina Central and Alcorn State came down to the wire, and it was pretty much an upset. Uh, for Central because, of course, Alcorn State has been at the top of the HBCU 
black college football uh, food chain, if you will. So yeah, I'm excited 60 days away from college football overall, but in particular, this is like our beginning of, I call it the beginning of the family reunion weekend with that, of course, culminating in the celebration bowl at the end of the year. You know what? And, and it's really cool because it seems like we, you know, we all people start to count down from hundred days, you know, you got right. guys like John Fricky who counts from 250, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like 250 days to college football. But you know, for those you don't know, John Fricky is a host on 92 yeah. again. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's really, it's really kind of cool to, you know, see those games come into play and, yeah. and see these teams come down and you like to see who travels, who's going to travel well and all yeah, those things. Yeah. It, it's going I absolutely can't wait for it and I'm and excited the band about directors it. were there today you know that's a different oh, kind of press conference that's right? a whole type of different type of trash talk that. it's just different like y'all ain't holding y'all notes correctly how y'all gonna sit right. up and talk to us like it's just like the trash talk is just so weird it's not it weird was. but you know what I'm saying it's just like oh that's how y'all get down but exactly. you know hey yeah I rock with it you know if it's competition it's competition I love it love um it. but um speaking of competition though T uh, we got some uh, some media types. One is a former player, and the other one is a player right now. We'll talk mm -hmm. about that. But before we talk about that, T, tell them about Rock Auto and all the money they can save by going and check out Rock Auto. Yes, if you are like Jarvis and me, you absolutely love the words save, save, and save. And Indeed. this episode is brought to you by a company that can save you some dollars, and that's Rock Auto. So, of course, you've got increasing numbers of makes and models. It's kind of tough for you to decide and figure out from, like, your local chain auto parts store which stock part you'll need. There are many of them that are from the actual manufacturer, and then there are some that are off-brand, and it's, it's a lot. It makes you swim yes. in your head. I had to recently go in and look for an air fuel sensor, and that was a daunting task nonetheless. Ooh. Well, really, I could have just stopped by Rock Auto and figured it out because I don't have to sit there and wait while the person kind of goes through the numbers and figures out the, the parts number and all that. How much they want to charge you. Or how much they want to charge you. I can save time. I can save money. I can just use them. I can just not choose to spend 30 50 100%, even for aftermarket products, I can just get what I need from them and it'll still be quality. It's a family company. They've been around for about 20 years. And if you're a do-it-yourself person around your home, why not be a bit of a do-it-yourself person around your car? Prices are reliably low for every single customer. There's consistency there. You're talking brake parts, tail lamps. I just mentioned to you guys uh, an air fuel sensor that you might need. This is definitely the place to go for that. So you can go to Rock Auto dot com right now or at least when we finish watching our show of course and see all the parts available for your car or for your truck again right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliable prices low prices that is and all the parts you need again right there at rockauto.com no doubt about it and what we need is to have a a, a woosah between Draymond Green and Kendrick right. Perkins because these guys have been going at it. You know, um, Kendrick Perkins, you know, was upset. Obviously, he should have been upset because, you know, Draymond Green essentially called him, you know what, and uh, <clears throat> I'm not going to use this word on, on, on the show, but it, it starts with a C and ends with an N. I'm not going to use that word. I'm not going to do that because – and we all know what that means for another black man to call another black man. That that's, Those are fighting words, if you didn't yeah. know. Um, and – he had a very spirited response video um, online on Twitter. 
And it was it was funny. I'm sorry, I gotta admit, it was very funny. And he called Draymond Green out saying, hey, you're not as tough as you make yourself out to be. And of course, ESPN made him take it down, but T. But the damage was done. <laughs> but the damage was already done, right? But my whole thing is like, why are these guys going back and forth though? Because it seems like it may be a little bit more than what we are seeing because yeah. based off of Draymond should have kept his mouth shut. And I know that's very hard for him to do, but you shouldn't be going and taking as far as calling the man starts with a C and ends with an end. You should not do doing that. I'm sorry. Exactly. And for me, I'm looking at it from this perspective, Jarvis. For giving his opinion. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, and why, if, I mean, if we're real grown men, right? And I love Perk. I met Perk a couple months ago. I know everybody who knows him, right? You know, straight out of that PA, Beaumont area. So, you, you know, my people are there. And everybody loves Perk. And don't get me wrong, Perk. Solid dude. Solid dude. Exactly. Like yeah. a good dude who you really don't want to mess with. But let's be real. You don't really want to mess with Dre, Draymond either now. He, you yeah. know, he does have a, a bit of street cred coming from the, the mean streets of uh, Michigan, his darn self, right? Mm -hmm. So to me, I'm like, why don't you all just take that somewhere? Like, why don't the two of you just have some conversation offline? Because really and truly, if both of you are the tough guys that you say you are, then we don't have to hear this commentary, like, literally broadcast all over the social media airwaves. But what you do right. want to hear commentary on and what you do want broadcast all over the airwaves, because you're going to tell everybody about us, is ATL Day Ones, where we're going to tell you all about this kind of petty whenever you want to hear about it. But we'll <laughs> give you some real talk for sports as well. We're going to keep our eyes on what goes on in that Braves-Phillies game tonight to open that series, but also all eyes on the Hawks to see what they are going to do. So we can't wait to potentially have that conversation with you tomorrow. So make us your first stop. And as always, make Hitting Hard with John Chuckery your second stop because he's got that fire as well. Thanks again for stopping by today, and we will see you guys back again tomorrow. Y'all come back now, you hear? <laughs>